Yo, can I just, I just want to start off by saying, did y'all find out that um, uh, the Odenkirk dude from Better Call Saul was following um, foot pages? What? I don't know anything about those people. I've never seen the show. Uh, what is it? What's the show? Uh, uh, dude from Breaking Bad, um, Saul, Better Call Saul, like he was following, Steve Odenkirk was following feet pages. And I'm like, okay. And it was like this big thing. I'm like, who cares? Like feet. What's a what's a feet page? What do you mean a feet a foot fetish? Yeah, foot fetish page. I mean whatever. Do your thing, bro. That was my thing, and so that's like it, the, that's like the that's like one of the most harmless fetishes you could ever have, bro. And it's yeah, like of all the things that you're gonna like knock somebody for, like that's what we're doing right now. Yo, Brandon, I apologize about my video. Can't see me. Your boy got COVID, so just shouting that out there. So if you see me. Losing internet connection, or whatever, is because my quarantine room has horrible internet connection. Oh, I thought it was because you got the you got the shot and the G five is fucking with your um, with everything else in there. My bad. Nah, that was for the Amarion variant. The Amarion. This actually gives you worse internet service. You are now listening to the sounds of the fall black. Fall black. Fall black. Fall black. Welcome to the Ball Black Nerds Podcast. I am your host, Red Hood Wade. And of course, as always with me, we have Brandon Norton and Woke Von Doon. Gentlemen, how are y'all doing today? Cool. Wonderful. Yeah. So this was this was kind of impromptu. Me and Javi recorded yesterday, but as Javi said, it just felt wrong. You know what I mean? So we decided. So I hit Brandon up. I was like, yo, can you record today? And he was like, yeah. So now we're recording. And I'm kind of happy. Beyond everything else that's going on in the world, I have been dying to talk to Brandon about everything that's been going on since Vince McMahon left. It's, uh, I mean, it's been exciting. Day one, like it was like the first pay-per-view, Bailey comes back and he, EO Scott, who used to be EO Shirai, gets an upgrade and he re-signs Dakota, Dakota Kai. Yeah, I don't care about Dakota Kai, but I love EO Scott and Bailey, so I'm happy about them. Fucking uh, Shayna Baszler finally wins a fucking match. She won a match so she can lose, but that's okay. She what? She won a match so she can lose, but that's okay. Well, that's what I said too. But as long as she's like there and in the pay per view, and I hope she. And um, my buddy was like, Shayna's a Triple H, Triple H girls woman. So who knows? Maybe, maybe she'll win. I highly doubt it. No, she's there to be the foil before Ronda comes back and beats Liv. Yeah. Because Rhonda and Shayna are connected. Uh huh. Smart booking. Yeah. Wouldn't have had a Triple H was in charge. <laughs> Crack. It just. Yeah, I, they brought Kyrian Cross back, too. Yeah, that made me happy. I just happened to cut on um, the end of SmackDown. I was like, is that Kyrian Cross? I was never a fan. He was just all, he was just kind of there to me. I like Scarlett. <laughs> She's interesting. By interesting, you mean attractive, right? Well, everyone on WWE is attractive. She's interesting. She's got an interesting gimmick. She's like a vampire of some sort, or some type of mystical figure. It's an interesting gimmick. Yeah. I I like Karrion Cross too, so I was happy just to see him both. We know he ain't beating Roman, so we ain't got to worry about that. Well, no, that would be uh, the stupidest thing of all time. I uh, think Drew might beat Roman. I think that's possible. If they're doing Roman versus The Rock for The Rock's last match in WrestleMania, that doesn't need to be for the belt. So he, they could put the belt on someone else, and that could still be the main event. Yeah, I'm waiting for uh, better, the inevitable Austin Theory cash in just to lose. I thought that for a while, but I'm not entirely sure. I think they're going to end up splitting those belts, and I think he's going to cash in on one of them and win. Uh, I can see that. 
it's it's interesting. Do you think I also have a something I wanted to put money on that I think in the Hartwell is the next person that Bailey brings up? I don't think Bailey needs another person in the group. I think three people group is fine. Who are they feeding with that would need a fourth person? They're feeding with uh Bianca. She only yeah. got no friends. And Becky, Becky's hurt. Well, Oscar's probably gonna end up teaming with her. We that much we could probably guess, but I forget who else is on Raw. I'm I'm not gonna be shocked if um Naomi and Naomi and um Sasha end up coming back. I think this is this is what I think this is what it's leaning to. I thought I read somewhere that they reached a deal, but maybe that was just internet news or internet rumors. Reached a deal to come back or reached a deal for them to like uh, be released. No. Reached a deal for them to come back. I mean, and if anybody was going to be a teammate of Bianca Belair, it would be Sasha and Naomi. Because they black? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but plus, they all, everybody, everybody's got issues with Bailey, so it's not like it would be like unheard of, you know what I mean? So I get it. I absolutely dig it. So I'm, I'm hoping for whatever, but with Triple H's, I'm wondering what the new Triple H era is going to look like. I think give it some time. It's a lot of things that they got to course correct and they just can't. They're not going to do a... By the way, you should probably watch this on Peacock. It's amazing. It's the April 4th. I want to say April 4th. Either April 4th or April 10th. Uh, episode of Monday Nitro from the year 2000. And it was the reset episode. So basically, Bruce came in in 99. He was there for a couple months. It was horrible. And so then they had a booking committee. It was like Kevin Nash and Kevin Sullivan and a bunch of other people running it together for a few months. And then they rehired Eric, they rehired Russo and they rehired Eric Bischoff, and they brought them back and split power up 50-50 and put them in charge. And so when they got hired back, they did a reset. They literally went off the air for one week, didn't have a show, played like a best of Nitro, came back the next week. Everyone was stripped of titles. It was like they reset the show. It's hilarious. Like The show starts off with like a ball that wrestles in the ring and Russo talking shit, and then Eric Bischoff comes out, and he's talking shit, and then they swerve, and they're together. And they basically took the belt from the world title belt, the U.S. title belt, the tag title. All the title belts got stripped, and they started everything from scratch. It's called the Reset episode. It's one of the most insane episodes of television you'll ever see. I'm gonna have to A check bunch that. of shoot promos and backstage shit, talking about Art Anderson stabbing Sid with scissors and all types of wild shit that nobody knew about at the time. They put on TV. It's an insane episode of television. I'm gonna have to check that out. Uh, so thank you for the wrestling recap. Uh, so this was the main reason that me and Javi got together yesterday to record, and this is why it felt weird to do without you. Before you before you start, just so I can at least add something to that wrestling recap. Fuck Vince McMahon. All right, thank you. That's all I wanted. <laughs> so we have before actually no before we get to that, but it's kind of say, still in the same vein. I wanted to discuss the the glorious 10-year plan for the DCEU. But before we get into that, Brandon, it's time for your favorite game. Do you care? (laughs) Brandon and Javi, do you care that Batgirl was canceled? Yes, I was looking forward to it. Yeah, where did all these Batgirl fans come from? I've been a Batgirl fan for for a little bit now. Yeah, I love Barbara. All right. I don't give a shit. I mean... Of the about the movie, I should say. Um, I didn't even really I wasn't following it, so that might be the reason why I don't really care. Um, and honestly, me and old man, we talked about this previously, and honestly, I don't think you could make the DCEU much worse. So if they want to burn everything down and start from fresh, yo, go right ahead. Yeah, but I have no evidence that they're going to start anything. It looks like they're just burning it down. And that's it. No more TV shows. No more streaming shows. Just movies. 
And the streaming shows are the best shit that they did. Hands down. I think that's the if that's the case, then that's the biggest um mistake they can make. But so let's get into what we're actually talking about. DC Comics decided that uh, DC Comics announces a 10-year movie plan, and it could be the be the move that brings their movie franchise to the top of the film industry. Um Hollywood Reporter reported that David Zasloff, the CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery, has decided that they're going to try to restart the DCEU or more, as Brandon said, basically cut things off from what it looks like. So according to him, he says, quote, there will be a a team with a 10-year plan focusing just on DC. It's very similar to the structure that Alan Horn and Bob Eager put together very effectively with Kevin Feige at Disney. We think that we could build a long-term, much stronger, sustainable growth business of DC. Now, the one part that I think that made me happy was him saying, we're not going to release a film to make a quarter. We're not going to release a film unless the focus is going to be how, we, how do we make each of these films in general as good as possible. Brandon, since you are our resident... DCEU hater, and I mean that as in like you hate most of the things. I am a truth teller. Uh, Not better. You are officially our DC movie truth teller. What are your feelings on this news? Nothing. It's it's not news. I've been telling people on these podcasts for years. I don't believe anything DC says until I see it. So I get tempered, I get tepidly excited or happy for things, but very little, because I don't actually believe any of it's going to come out. So I am sad that Batgirl's not happening, but when that new, I think we covered it on the Watch the Series podcast. When that news came down, I said, "This sounds cool, but it's a good chance it doesn't happen, because it's a good chance that none of that shit happens." Because if you think about the DCU. Uh, you realize, see a lot of people, I'm going to do a quick like one minute synopsis. One, most people don't realize the first movie in the DCEU, the first, and most people think the first movie was Man of Steel. The first movie in the DCEU EU was not Man of Steel. The first movie in the DCEU was Green Lantern. That was the really? plan. Green Lantern was the first movie in the DCEU. That was their kickoff film for their connected universe. That died. Then they went and got Zack Snyder to restart the universe after one movie because Green Lantern was so bad. And then he went to do that. They had Dwayne Johnson uh, casted in 2007 for Black Adam. It's 2022. I still haven't seen a Black Adam movie. Shazam was introduced without Black Adam. The Flash was casted 10 years ago. I still haven't seen a Flash movie. It's been rewritten. 20 times it's had six directors and now the star is a groomer i don't believe any of this shit is going to happen none of it so okay you got a 10-year plan great and that'll change in six months i'm not gonna lie i um i'm trying to be hopeful but as um the last not the last episode we did but the episode before we're in an abusive relationship with the dceu super woke what are your thoughts on this um, they mirror Brandon's in a lot of ways. Uh, I, you already know, like we 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 have a whole episode about our the abusive relationship with DCEU, right? Like, same way, like, I don't get excited about anything. I mean, I, I do see some differences in this move. Um, namely that it's new ownership, or at least a new com- a new entity, um, uh, owns these properties. That's one. Two, they're admitting to quality control problems. And when a studio says that and when a studio is willing to dump projects that are literally out the door, already paid for, right? Like, you know, that's an, that's a commitment that I haven't seen from DC um, ever. So, you know what? It's it's go hard to go home, right? Like, I, I, I'm not hopeful. Like, I'm not going to go into these movies, whatever comes out of this 10-year plan. I'm not going to go into it like, yo, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. I'm going to watch it because I'm a fucking nerd. And I, I I buy every I buy every ticket to every comic book movie ever, right? That's just what I'm going to do. And I'm going to continue to do that. And, you know, call me a sucker. Um, 
I'm so, not gonna say you're a sucker, but would you say you're part of the problem? No, the freaking the, the, the horrible movies are part of the problem. Thank you. The horrible movie, like so, so and here's and like it's a two-step problem. Green Lantern is a perfect example. Green Lantern did horribly because it was just a bad movie. They made bad decisions. They had great casting, great actor, and for some reason they they decided to create his whole costume out of CGI. And I guarantee you, they only did that because they wanted to do what they did with Iron Man. And it didn't work because it looked cheesy and it's a green freaking costume and you need that shit to be as practical as possible, right? And they didn't do that and it was stupid. They they reboot it and they have Man of Steel. Man of Steel was a good movie. It was a good superhero movie. It was actually a good Superman movie. Right. But like every new comic book movie, every comic book movie that tries to do something a little bit different, the loudest fans are usually the trolls or the people that are like, oh, it's not comic book accurate. Superman would have killed people and blah, 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 blah. Right. And instead of DC doing what Marvel does and just, you know what, this is a good movie. We're just going to continue making good shit and people are going to follow it anyways. They rebooted it again and made one of the worst movies in the franchise, Superman versus Batman. Batman versus Superman, whatever the hell, Dawn of Justice, whatever the fuck they call that movie, right? And so it's like DC is just DC and Warner Brothers just continued continually shot themselves in the foot, made stupid decisions, and you know what? The consequences is that you get new ownership, you fire some people, and you start from fresh. So you know what? Let's see what happens. Also, Batman v Superman was a horrible film, but. To like, I don't know if this is defending Zack Snyder, but that was his plan, Javi. So, like, Batman v Superman wasn't a reboot. That was the that was what they were building in Man of Steel. So, like, yes, they were, but the, but it didn't have that same feel as Man of Steel, right? Like, like even the colors were different. They changed. They even changed the the like the 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 um, what do you call it? Your movie guy. The colors. The uh, aesthetics. Filter. We'll say that again. Whatever. I don't know what you say because I can't hear you. Sorry, guys. I'm in my COVID quarantine room, so I don't have the best audio in here. Um, but whatever Brandon just said or old man just said, yes, that's what I meant. Um, and so you can tell that they, instead of making a good movie, instead of just concentrating on making a good movie, they tried to please too many people. They tried to please the studio. They tried to please the loudest fans. They tried to please... Zack Snyder until they was like F you alright let's just put Josh Whedon and just like change everything around it because we want to make it a little bit more marvelly, right without putting in the work right like stupid ass decisions like that bro yeah I mean I like but I like Man of Steel I'm with Javi I, I yeah Man of Steel was film, dope but it was a terrible decision like the whole DCU doing what it did was because they let Zack Snyder make that decision with that movie to portray Superman in that way. Because the entire point of that was to make him this like this like being that's like unstoppable so that they could do Batman be Superman where Batman is like I gotta kill this man and any person any person with a fucking brain with like any knowledge of comic books in the history of the world would be like hey man Maybe it's not a good idea to have your first two movies be really dark, dreary movies and make the symbol and beacon of hope the guy that everyone's afraid of and wants to kill. Maybe it's not a good idea. And then kill him. And then mm-hmm. kill him in the second film. Maybe you don't want to maybe you don't want to do that, Zack Snyder, but they let him do that. Or how so, about yeah. not make the second movie a crossover? How about we introduce Batflick in his own movie? How, oh, how about yeah. we try that? I'm gonna go on record by saying that, like, and me and Javi talked about this, and I was, I am really happy I got to watch Batman v Superman with Javi, and it was the first time he saw it. It made me so damn happy to see how angry he was. I forgot about that. <laughs> that movie made me physically angry. It, yo, Dude, he too. literally almost like we was chilling at my house. His wife was on vacay, and my wife was on vacay, so he came over and chill, and he was like, "What the fuck?" Like he literally almost got up and left. It yes. was so fucking funny. Thank you, Javi. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I I was the same exact way. It was so bad. I watched Man of Steel and I was like, I really enjoyed that movie, but that's a bad decision to make. And then when Batman C Superman came out, I knew it was bad by the trailers. I knew it was bad, but like like Javi said, I go and see all these movies. I go and watch this movie, 
Right, and I'm a big Dick Grayson fan. And early in the movie, they show Bruce in the Batcave, and there's a glass case of a Robin suit. <laughs> so apparently Robin's dead. And in the Robin suit, in the mannequin's hand, is a fucking battle axe. <laughs> what Robin would be using a giant fucking sharp battle axe, and why is he dead? Yo, Jason Toddy wouldn't even be using a battle axe. And then Zack Snyder came out and said, no, it's not Jason Todd. Yeah. And so, didn't we skip a whole movie? What came out first? Um, Batman v Superman or Suicide Squad 1? Uh, I'm pretty Suicide sure Squad BBS 1. came out. No, yeah, Batman v Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon's right. Okay. Well, then they followed, followed that up, up with, with the Suicide Squad. Oh, they followed it up with that shit. And you know what makes it even worse about this? Because they, they're they very Sony with a lot of their stuff because it's yeah. never the casting that's the problem. Casting so, is great. Yo, Will Smith was good as, De- as Deadshot. Let's call it like uh, it is. Margot ooh, Robbie ooh. has been good as um Harley Quinn. She's been great. Yeah, yeah, great. She's been great. She's been phenomenal. Like The, the actors cool. deserve better than what they're getting with this yes. franchise. Oh my, I completely forgot about Suicide Squad. I literally just wrote about it. And of course then, you forgot about Suicide Squad because it's horrible. The, on, the only two, the, the, the only three good movies out of the DCEU, out of the, I don't know how many, I don't know how many movies there, there are. I don't want to count them in my head because I don't want to be depressed. Was Man of Steel, Suicide Squad 2, The Suicide Squad. Sam. So I, I, I would say, I would say, um, um, Birds of Prey was not a bad movie. It was You're good. right. It was that, fine. Yeah. It was a good movie. It but they almost messed movie. that up by it renaming movie. it like 12 times. Yes. That movie had like 45 titles. And Wonder Woman was a good movie for the first two acts. That third act is one of the worst I've ever seen. So I oh, don't yeah. know how to rate that movie. I don't know how to rate that movie. <laughs> you know how to rate it? You rate it the same way as if somebody pulled out like the, the nicest tasting Sunday you've ever had and like prepared it for you and you had women rubbing your feet or men whatever you're into right rubbing your feet and just feeding you that and then right when you're gonna get the last bite of ice cream somebody shits right on the top of your head <laughs> yeah I have no arguments here <laughs> that's how you rate it yo the ending yo can I tell you how upset that ending made me first off the the fight between Aries and Wonder Woman was you mean Magneto? Greek, yeah, Greek that's, Magneto. I, that's what I've been calling. Her. I'm like, yo, it's Wonder Woman versus Magneto. That's not what Ares would be doing. And if he was throwing shit at her, it at least made the CGI look like he created swords or like weapons that like made sense. He was just throwing shards at her. And then dog, that awful CGI of that old ass dude on that buff ass body made no sense. I don't even know how you saw the damn. I don't even know how you saw the damn third party. <laughs> I mean, third act, because it was fucking red. I couldn't mm-hmm. see shit. It was horrible. <laughs> and that's and that's another thing. And this is, um, I'm pretty sure most people that follow the DCEU drama knows a lot of these decisions happen after the film is made. I feel like they're good mm-hmm. films, but we just never seen them, right? Yo, too a, many a lot of these are studio decisions, bro. It's too many chefs. Like so, I'm with I'm with Discovery right now, bro. I'm with Discovery. Yo, burn it all down, bro. I don't care who. Like, it, listen, I love Shazam, bro. But if you think that you need to burn everything down, start from fresh, go right ahead. Because you know what, I ain't missing nothing. If like, let's say the three of us were cooking, right? And I was like, yo, Brandon, you make the dessert. Javi, you make the the side dishes. I'm gonna make the main course. If I go back, right, and then just start adding shit to what you're trying to make, I'm going to ruin what you're making. Mm-hmm. That's what it's, yo, there's just too many cooks trying to do something. And unfortunately, one of their cooks is a fucking creep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's a there's a lot wrong with the DC. So what is their 10-year plan, old man? We don't know yet. To, to be Marvel. To, so to, they just no. announced that they're going to announce a 10-year plan. They're, Brandon, they're, their 10-year plan is to be the MCU. No, their 10-year plans will be bought by Disney. That's what it is. Yeah, I I, I would love that because then I finally get my DC Marvel crossover. Yes, then I'll get some for. good fucking movies. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, they need one of those Sony MCU deals. Because, oh yeah, so the Batman, I mean, I, I had problems with the Batman, but it wasn't a bad movie. 
but that's technically yeah. not the DCEU. It's not. So that don't count. Yeah. I think you're going to see a lot of Elseworlds. I think you're going to see a lot of Elseworlds type stories in this. I think that's the only thing I can really predict. So I think you're going to see more movies like the Batman, Joker, things that exist outside of the main continuity. Um, Because those are successful and they're they're done well. So you might see that. You got a name, right, Javi? The last thing I heard was that Lady Gaga got tapped for Joker 2 is called Joker Fully I Do. Uh, the, I don't know. It's like a foreign language. How, how uh, it's like this? French. It's um. Foley Adu is. Foley uh, the presence of Foley is the presence of the same or similar delusional ideas in two persons closely associated with one another. Oh, oh okay. and so it's called Madness for Two. Yeah. So, like so Lady Gaga is definitely going to be Harley Quinn. Yeah, she's supposed. To, they so, then they were supposed. That was announced uh, a few months ago, and oh, not a few yeah. months ago, a few weeks ago, and it's supposed to be a yeah. musical as well. So. They should be interesting. Me, I mean, not Joaquin Phoenix. Um, who was the director of that fucking movie? Um, I don't know his name. He was a new director, name. right? Or am, I, or, or am I tripping? No, it's not a new director. Todd Phillips. Yeah, Tom Phillips. Okay. Tom Phillips told me that Joaquin Phoenix is not the Joker. That's what he said. He said, Joaquin Phoenix is not the Joker. He inspired the Joker. And one of those people at the end of the movie that was running around doing crazy shit, that's the Joker. That's what he said. That's what the director told me. And you want to be, I'm going to be 100% honest with you, Brandon. I like a move like that for the DCEU. I like a move like that for the Joker because the Joker's origin needs to be shrouded and confusing and chaotic. You know what I mean? I, I, could, I could vibe with that. They do it well. I think it works. That's hobby, but here's the point. Joaquin Phoenix is gonna be in Joker 2 with Harley fucking Quinn. So does well, you that make him the Joker? <laughs> does that make him the Joker? Well, or, Lady or Gaga is Quinn. He inspired Harley Quinn. Damn right. Two inspirational figures. Listen, all these movies, the Batman is not the Batman. He inspired Batman. Okay. I want all <laughs> I want everything to be. I want it. Yo, that's 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 the different take that the DCU should take. Like, we shouldn't see any of our heroes. We should just see like the things that inspired them. No, but the Joker. I mean, I know why they're making another Joker. It made a bunch of money. The Joker yeah. was a good film. I mean, it was a really yeah, was. well done, well acted film. I just yeah. hated it. <laughs> I hated it. Should we to my fucking core. I hated that fucking film. But I understand why they're gonna make another one of those. People are gonna people are gonna eat it up and they're gonna go see. It. I think that film made a billion dollars. So yeah, people are gonna eat it up, they're gonna go see it. It's gonna Yeah, and I don't have money. a problem with Joker films. I gotta have a problem with this film. I'm not gonna admit that I like it. Um, because Joker fans are the worst. Incel Mania running wild, brother. But you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, what else? I, I mean, D- Green. So what got canceled, old man? Do you have a list or anything that came out that was canceled? Nah, I, I don't have. I don't have anything pulled up, but we can um talk about that next week. We Green can... Lantern got canceled, which I was looking forward to. The I know there's rumors that Harley Quinn may be um might get axed. Which if they cancel Harley Quinn, they have really fucked up because it's been incredibly good this year. It's a super popular show. It's. Arguably, I think one of the best comic book adaptations in an animated series I've ever seen. It's right up there with um, Justice League Unlimited and Batman the Animated Series. All right, but let, let, I don't know if you want to. Um, I mean, I have a quick list here of things that were canceled oh, since we talked about it. I could. So we have Harley Quinn versus the Joker. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, um, let's see. Who asked for uh, this? Jared Leto's Joker. No, no, hold on. Movie. Who asked for that? Green Lantern Corpse. No, Harvey, answer the question. Who asked for that? Does you think DCU cares? You think they give a shit? Oh. <laughs> you think they care about you? They think you care about their your feelings? They want you to be sad, oh man. That's, the that's name how of, they get their power. That's the name of the episode. DC Comics want D, the D, DC Comics want you to be sad. Yo, they know, that, Green Lantern, disorder. that Green Lantern Corps show was starring Guy. It was it was Guy and Alan Scott. And Kilowog and um, I forget the dude with the, all the arms. That's who was supposed to be the stars of that show. And wasn't John and wasn't Hal. Yo, Alan Scott's dope. Mm-hmm. Alan Scott is dope. He 
but Alan Scott's though, Kilowog's a bad motherfucker, even if he's basically used to get his ass flipped all the time. <laughs> but he's a fun character. Like, what are you doing? Guys, guys, I'm sorry, but Aquaman spinoff The Trench is also canceled. That was, that's oh, been canceled so for a while, though. I was looking yeah. forward to that, though. I'm so sad. <laughs> God, oh, I'm hurt. Wonder was, Twins. Oh, yeah, the Wonder Twins was canceled. <laughs> Uh, was that supposed to be a movie or a TV show? I forget. Wonder Twins was, let's see here. Wonder Twins was going to be an HBO Max show. That probably would have been good, actually. Because Doom Patrol mm-hmm. is fucking great. Yeah. Every, everything on like HBO Max is gold. If they cancel Doom wrong. Patrol, I'm a. I wish they cancel Doom Patrol and keep shitty ass Titans. Watch. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. Watch that happens. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. and I'm gonna watch it because I can't help myself. <laughs> it's like that. Um, it's it's like the song in the Suicide Squad, "Glutton for Punishment." I'll torture you. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Uh, was anything else canceled? Batgirl was canceled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm actually a bunch of other a bunch of other Warner Warner Brother properties were canceled as well, including like Samantha B's show. A lot of stuff not related to comic books. Like they're literally they're they're cleaning house, bro. Like they're going in. So it's not even it's not even just cancel Young Justice. I hope not. Young Justice is great. Young Justice. Oh, this this latest season of Young Justice has been. So maybe crazy. we can watch Young Justice and get and get into that at the binge and get into that at the end of the month. Listen, they don't need to cancel anything Justice. animated from DC. I agree. Um, you should so, watch Young Justice. It's great. Mm-hmm. Every time I see it, I like it. I gotta watch Injustice, and I really gotta uh, go hard on Lois and Bat- Superman and Lois Lane. Oh, Superman and Lois! God damn, it's my fucking shit. If they cancel that, man, I might be out on DC. I ain't gonna lie, that's my if shit. They, I love that I've fucking heard, show. What I've heard, they're gonna replace the Arrowverse slash Flashverse, yeah, with um with that universe. So with the Superman and Lois verse, yeah, I haven't heard anything different. Um, so I don't know, and and it's. It's good, like, and, and according to the CEO, they're, they're, they're they want quality projects, and I don't know if you can find much quality project than that as far as comic book, comic book shows go. Like, that's literally probably the best comic book TV show I've seen. I don't even know <laughs> since Agents of Shield, bro. Like, it's fantastic. Yeah. So moving on to uh, from Marvel to DC. Thank you. I get a call from Super Woke. No, it's funny. So the day, um, no, it starts. No, it starts. You give me. You send me a text first. Yeah. So I um, so I was actually gonna get to that. So I say to Javi, I was like, "Yo, did you read the most recent Immortal X Men?" And you were like, "Nah, I haven't read it." I'm like, "Yo, you need to read it. It's fucking great." I go to sleep, wake up the next day, and Javi's like, "Yo, did you read X Men Red yet?" I'm like, "Nah, I haven't. Um, I haven't read it yet." <laughs> and he is, you know. <laughs> Javi <laughs> is so damn excited. So I'm like, nah, I've already goes, yo, I've read it like three times. And Javi don't reread shit. Nah, nah. So I read it and I'm like, all right, this is cool. This is cool. And then like it gets better and better and better. I'm like, yo, this ends up being super, like it ends up being really good. And it ties right into Avengers X-Men Eternals Judgment Day, where the Eternals have this. Uh, excuse me, Druig has decided that the mutants are deviants, which is their sole purpose of being is to eliminate deviants. Mm-hmm. And so they start, they attack Okoa and they, uh, the next men red, they attack Iraqi. Javi, break it down for us. Listen, I told old man Wade this. This is probably ass whipping of the, of, of the decade. Like the last time I seen comic book characters get their asses beat so badly, uh, Doomsday turned Supergirl girl into a puddle of paint goo. Like, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. And um, this is just, this is what, like we said before, this is the second issue in this series. Like, how do you move, how do you move forward from here? Um, and just to go into details, man, like, you have a character that, and this is not the reason why it's great, um, but this is the reason why it's like the shock value. You have a character 
that kills millions of the most powerful beings in the Marvel universe in 20 minutes. Yeah, Doomsday whipped their ass. <laughs> the only ass whooping I thought that was worse than that was when Peter Parker beat the shit out of Wilson Fisk. <laughs> he grabbed him by his chest fat and just kept slapping him. All right, so just not to not to keep the 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 the, the audience guessing too much. So the character we're talking about is a character called Uranus. Uranus, he's a uncle or an ancestor. I don't know how Eternals work of Thanos. Um, if you read the most recent Eternals uh, series, um, you would uh, you would have seen Thanos actually interacting with this character. The character doesn't do much, but just by the way Thanos interacts with him, you understand that uh, maybe this guy's no, nothing to fuck with. And uh, he proves that beyond a doubt in this issue. Um, so that's one thing. The shock value, the ass whipping was just crazy, but just the pacing. There wasn't a lot of talk. There wasn't a lot of dialogue um, other than um, uh, the narrator. You must see Urano's talking his shit. Yeah, Urano's just, just putting his dick on the ground. Um, showing everybody what he's made of and just it's just a smorgasbord of violence and action and it conveys such desperation and if you've been following mutants ever since powers in house of x you would understand that you you need an absolute threat to make any type of battle with the mutants interesting there aren't, for, there aren't many forces in the known Marvel universe that can threaten uh, uh, Krakoa and Arako. Um, So you have to make that interesting. And the fact that they made it the Eternals, uh, you know, uh, a group of people created by some of the most powerful beings in the universe, the Celestials, who, who are purposely built to destroy things that deviate from the normal genetic um, um, blueprint of life on Earth um, that have a lot of similarities with mutants currently um they you know they've defeated death death is an issue for them um they have crazy politics and they're super powerful and it's just it's like a match made in heaven it's it's yeah. great thank you jason Aaron. who's this uranos character is he just made up out of thin air or so he existed before he was introduced like i said before he was introduced in the most recent eternals run he was the first prime eternal He's a um, family member of Thanos, and uh, he is stupid powerful. He's actually, um, he's actually, the reason why we haven't heard from him, um, according to the plot so far, is that since Eternals don't die, if Eternals commit crimes, they're, they're put into this prison cell called the exclusion, where they can't escape. They can't die. They're just standing there dealing with the consequences of their actions. Mm -hmm. Uranus, he came to believe that everything not eternal is a deviation. So as you know, Eternal's main purpose is to protect life and kill deviation. So that kind of went against their prime directive. So um, through great effort, they were able to take him from his position as prime eternal and trap him in an in inclusion. Jueg, uh, tricks Thanos into be into be in uh, tricks Thanos takes Thanos's prime eternal mantle away from him. He becomes a prime eternal. He's looking for a political way of getting all the eternals to follow him. So he decides to target the mutants, creating a war, um, so to speak. We know we know all about that. And creating that war, he hopes that the rest of the eternals will follow him. So he he creates this propaganda. He 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 gets them to believe that mutants are are deviants. The main Eternals that we're all used to, Icarus, Cersei, and, the, and, and so on, they do not agree with this, so you won't see them fighting with the Eternals, but as we find out, the Eternals are a whole group of people. There are Eternals that, that are giant machines that are just meant for killing, and Juig has all that to his disposal, and he, he's going to use it to great effect, and honestly, the mutants have gotten punched twice already, and I'm curious to see, I'm excited to see how they punch back because again as we know the mutants well, are nothing to fuck with well that being said the mutants did get hit twice the eternals swung twice the mutants were technically only hit once they got hit in iraqi 
I think they dodged the blow on Krakoa. So Krakoa got the main the main objective of the Eternals in Krakoa were to kill the five, which they did not do thanks to Wolverine. But psychologically, psychologically, um, because again, we've talked about this before. The mutants have like they and they've they've earned it. They've earned it. They've done a lot of crazy shit. But they're at a point right now where I think that, you know, they can use a little humbling. Um, you know, <laughs> especially use, exam- no, they've been taking it on the chin for years. Doing a little humbling. They've spent the last what what their entire existence has been them getting their asses whooped. Hey man, I just call the facts. You know, I don't gotta buy, I don't gotta buy the bullshit news. The, right. the mutants have been the mutants dog. <laughs> Every time they try to get something of their own, humans are like, no, 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 not in here. Like dog. So I'm not concerned. Like we talked about this before. Like, and again, I don't want to spoil too much. There are no good guys in this. I mean, there are good guys, but the good guys aren't the main actors. The good guys aren't innocent. What the fuck have they done? Who's innocent? Christ, oh man, (laughs) nothing. I I don't know if they're innocent. (laughs) No, they really sit in their mind. Yo, in one of the um, issues, Jesus Christ, like Druig is like plotting on the mutants. You know what they're doing? They're chilling. The mutants have done nothing to anybody. They are literally just sitting on their asses, enjoying life. Like, you know, hey, this is what we do. We're mutants. We fucking and da-da-da. And Druig's like, I don't like y'all. Fuck you. You know who will disagree? You know who will disagree with you? Who? Cyclops. Huh? Cyclops. Why would Cyclops disagree with me? So again, I'm not biasing this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm really like this. Yo, yeah, listen. yeah, yeah. I get so, that. I get, you get that. But why would Cyclops not agree with me? So and the reason why I'm saying this is when I say the mutants need humbling, I'm talking about the nation of Krakoa, right? So the good guys in this, that in my opinion, the good guys in this are the X-Men, the five Eternals that are saying, no, nah, I'm good. And I'm hoping the Avengers will come out looking good in this. They but they haven't really been too active. Um, well, Captain America, he seems to be, you know, obviously his moral compass. But other than that, both groups, both both main groups, Eternals and Krokoa, have some pretty shitty politics, bro. Like well, Xavier, but Xavier, with, like the mutants, the mutants themselves ain't doing stuff. And it's not even all of the um the the uh the council because if we're being realistic, it's really just Xavier, Magneto. Um... All right, okay, the X. Ex- the mutants are the innocents in this situation. That's, that's all I'm and they've done nothing movie. to nobody. And the Eternals are just a piece of shit, which I agree. They are. I'm not, not even being sarcastic. The Druid, the Eternals on the Druid are pieces of shit. But I don't want you to get mad at me. And I don't feel like arguing the point because it's not the point. Um, it's just going to be a complicated thing. Uh, it's going to be a very nuanced story. I think like the politics involved, the, the, the world building. Uh, this new crazy enemy that we're seeing with this crazy arsenal and this crazy power. I mean, it's just going to be fun, bro. And we, it just started. Like, dog, all I'm saying is it's like the mute, like the council, I think the council could be held accountable for like stuff that they're doing. But even then it's like, that's like, that's every government in the world that could be held accountable for the shit that they do. Like, like Listen, I'm sorry for insulting your mutant, sir. And, and don't let it happen again. I apologize. <laughs> Brandon, what did but, you? But I remember, guys. I don't argue. I know I'm right. So you know, read it. Make make your own minds up. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I thought the episode. I mean, I thought the issue was all right. Episode. I mean, issue four was way better than me. I loved issue four. X Men Red. Which that one shit was, was fucking incredible. The, was that, that was the, the one where they had to fight, and Vulcan got his ass whipped, and then Magneto came down there and fucking boss man that dude. Yeah. Put the fucking helmet on him and destroyed. X Men Red's been great, just period. Everything, everything X Men's been crazy, bro. Everything X Men's been great, and and, and Al I, think, Ewing, I mean, um, yeah, Al Ewing's right now, right? Yeah, but it's probably be insane then. Mm-hmm. And Kieran Gillen's writing a what's it called? AX AXE Judgment Day. Yeah, I think he's also writing um, um. Immortal X Men as well, which has been one of which is the book I look forward to every month. I'm mad it's only but, gonna be, it's a, it's, I'm a mad it's a limited series, but like it's it's been it's been fucking dope. 
Yeah. And um, if you want to see what happens on Krakoa as Arako's getting their ass beat, um, read the Judgment Day crossover um, of the Immortal X-Men. Yeah, absolutely. Immortal X-Men has been my shit. Like, like the Karen Gillen is writing that. It's hands down my so, next book right now. So, Javi, what the hell was that in Magneto's chest? <laughs> bro, I'm <laughs> trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure that out, bro. So I, I so both me and Javi have theories. Javi's makes more sense on a scientific level. Mine makes more sense in bro. terms of comic book continuity. So, Brandon, have you ever read X-Men The End? No. Uh, well, then don't. It's one of the worst pieces of shit that I've ever read. In my life. <laughs> it's dog. It's and everyone talks about how great uh, Chris Claremont is. He ruined his legacy with me with this giant piece. It's so bad. I want to buy it and send it to you. That's how fucking bad it is. It's fucking awful. It it ends with them talking about we're gonna save you with the tree of the X Men. What? <laughs> so anyway, in that series. Um, Polaris and Magneto were both, their physical bodies were destroyed and then they turned into pure energy. So I think Magneto, unless you just completely break him down all the way on, the atom- on like a, an atomic level, he can't die. So mm-hmm. I think that's just pure, I think he's made a heart out of energy. What Javi's saying makes a lot more sense. All right, so let me just, cause, uh, you know, I want to give you, I, I want to paint the story for you guys. And the more I talk about the mutants getting beat up, I see old man Wade just sweating. And I oh, love when he's fat and drinking. Because it's great. Um, so let me just build the story a little bit. So Drew Egg has a two-pronged attack plan against the mutants. The mutants uh, exist. Uh, Their main population centers, they have two, one on Earth, uh, Krakoa. It's an island nation. If you haven't been reading the X-Men books, mutant books, please read those books. They're some of the greatest stories period. Um, so they're on Krakoa, and they have a sister nation on Mars called the Rocco. That whole story, read X of Swords. Is that what it's called, sir? Yep. X of Swords? X yep. of Swords. Read that. Explains a lot uh, why this came to be. Um, so the plan is to have a more stealthy attack on Earth. You can read how that goes in Immortal X-Men on Judgment Day. And the other plan was to, you know, drop your dick on Mars because, you know, <laughs> people won't see that. Uh, Yo, Uranus dropped his, he didn't just drop his dick, he dropped his balls in paint too. He was just so, like, take all of this. He just rubbed his balls all over Mars. Why is he, why is he locked up, Harvey? Because he's too crazy. He's too yes. crazy and he's too like, he, like he's not crazy. I think crazy is, he's too psychotic. Yeah. To be left unchecked. It's almost like um, Thanos got his aversion to life from this guy in a, in a weird way. So his theory is that everything not eternal is a deviation. Oh, and again, okay. Eternal's prime directive is to protect life and kill deviation. So, so like humans too? Everything not eternal everything and as you can see he has the ability to do that easily um so that's why he's locked up drew gave him an hour of freedom to do his thing he did that shit in 20 fucking minutes and it took him 20 minutes to kill millions of arako mutants and if you and I'll, I'll just give you a little slice of what that means um arako mutants are the most war-bound warlike, fightiest, powerful mutants that you have. Yep. Um, so anyways, he gets there after about 20 minutes, just killing everybody, uh, just to show off his strength a little bit. Uh, Legion, uh, Charles Xavier's son, who's arguably the most powerful being in existence up until that point, challenges him. And that's the only time he takes a small little break to fight him off planet. And about five minutes later, he comes back on her, uh, like with no scratches. And pretty much they say, yeah. But we don't Xavier even know what happened to Legion. That was off panel. Yeah. So we'll find out. What, we'll probably see what happens in 
Legion of X because a lot of um, David's story happens in that. So I know there's a Legion of X crossover, so we'll probably see it there. Yep. No, no Legion, he's he's most likely still alive. Oh, yeah. But, but the fact that he's... Go ahead. No, no, I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, but um, given the fact that he was able to kill millions of, again, millions of Iraqo mutants, plus Legion, plus hold their council at arms, fighting friggin' Cable and Magneto at the same friggin' time, without even blinking, Yo, Cable and literally had a, killing them. Cable had the ultimate Rob Liefeld gun. I was about to say that. That's shot exactly like, what that was. <laughs> shot up for three minutes, and three minutes. It, it, like, it barely fucking bruised him. Yeah, he was like, that's it? So anyways, he does that, whatever. Magneto gets mad. Magneto holds him for like a second. He actually says, oh, I'm impressed. Between your magnetism and telepathy, you're actually fighting me. But then he runs up on Magneto and rips his heart out. Yep. He rips out mm. Magneto. So now he's Captain Universe. Essentially. <laughs> I, Too soon, bro. Too soon. I told Javi that I think this ends with... Um, one of two ways, either Magneto is going to be the driving force that kills Uranos, or, and this is more likely, and I have been saying this for months, I have receipts to prove this, the X-Men are just going to jump him. Yeah, I, I think you're gonna, you might need more than the X-Men. Like, I think the X-Men, especially with Jean Grey, like, I would love to Who see... Who that with the Phoenix Force at the beginning of the book? Um, Echo. Was that Echo? No, it wasn't Echo. It was somebody else. Uh, Javi just see. loves the fact that I edit now so he can just say shit like that knowing I'm gonna like fix it <laughs> exactly I thought that was in um, yeah that was in the Phoenix Force I wasn't on this yeah, yeah it, was, was in, it was in the A Judgment Day book yeah and that was, was on Tony started talking to that girl and then somebody swooped down and grabbed her yeah that was Echo was it okay okay maybe I'm tripping alright all right. So yeah, Echo right. has the Phoenix Force yeah she's, yeah, had she's been had the Phoenix Force for oh, like so a year gonna now. Need, they're gonna need her. And we all yeah, they're gonna need a lot of people. Phoenix bro. Force is probably um Thor's Thor's mama. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I mean, this is spoilers all over this episode, so you know, too yeah, late also, for that. That should happen a year ago, though. So yeah, serious. Yeah. But um, so to again, this is a long way to answer Brandon's question. Uranus rips out Magneto's heart, and he has another 40 minutes to spare um after killing almost everybody. And he leaves after making like nice little art piece with all the skulls of the people he kills. Because he's a sick fuck. He likes a quick fuck. Yeah, but you always double tap Magneto, bro. I don't care what you do to him. You yeah, always double tap. Him. He left like two or three mutants, two or three like powerful mutants alive. Yeah. So um arrogance, man, every time. Yeah. So for some reason, Magneto stands up with a big ass hole in his heart. And uh he's still alive which is interesting for a number of reasons. One, he has no heart. And two, a couple of issues ago in X-Men Red, him and Storm told the council in Araco that they're giving up their immortality. So That's not what they gave up. They gave up the um, idea of, their, they gave up their memories. The little sphere that they had was supposed to be like a mini Cerebro. So if they died while they were on Araco, that they wouldn't be able, they, they, would have, they would have a hard reset because Xavier wouldn't be able to keep all the things that they had. Oh, there you go. Better explanation than mine. But yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if that has anything to do with the reason why he's able to live. My theory is that blood has iron in it, so maybe he's using his magnetism as a artificial heart and, and just I, circulating I, his blood. So I don't know. I can't get over how great of a how great of an explanation that is. It makes the most sense. So yeah, it was the longest answer. Sorry about that, Brandon. That's okay. That was informative. I read that book and I was a little lost. Yeah, I had to read that joint like three times, bro. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna probably read it one more time, um, probably tonight or tomorrow because like there was a lot to take in with with um, everything that happened. Giggity. <laughs> um, I for once it's actually me who has to cut the episode short. But before we go, so normally I ask people what I ask everyone what they should read, but today I want to do something different. Brandon, what's one wrestling match in history that you think everybody should watch? Oh, that's easy. Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. You hit me in the heart, man, because that's one of my favorite matches of all time. That's easy. Super Woke, what's an X book that people, what's an X-Men comic book you think people should be reading, new or old? 
Oof, bro, you be you be giving me these crazy ass questions, man. Um, new or old X Men book? Yo, listen. Oh, let's start fresh. Just just read all the powers and powers in House of X. Yeah. Call it a day. You won't be sad. You get no disagreements for me. I'm gonna go off the radar, off the wall, and I'm gonna say DC versus vampires. I may have said it before, but this book has no reason being as good as it is. It's super fucking fun. Um, you see characters that you normally wouldn't give a shit about. Some of your favorite and most powerful beings are beaten and killed by vampires. Constantine just got the shit beat out of him, along with <laughs> Doctor Fate. It was it was something else, man. I really do. I really re- I really recommend DC versus vampires. I think anybody, if you like fun books with like when you don't really give a shit about the consequences, this is absolutely the thing you should be reading. Yeah, and also Judgment Day, please. This this is this is a legit event there are a ton of crossovers ton of books it's fun as hell already and i don't know man it started off crazy so it could only get crazier from here i mean it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun ride absolutely uh before we go because i I haven't done this in a while brandon tell everyone about the other podcast and where they can find you on twitter uh i'm doing three soon to be four other podcasts uh, I just did the Why So Serious podcast with Stephanie and my wife for the first time ever doing wow. her first podcast. Nice. We talked about Ratchet TV. Um, so that was fun to talk about all the reality shows. Um, I do I the love RTO. TV, bro. Yes. It's, it's, it's horrible, but great at the same so time. Good. So I, good. I did uh, I do an RTO podcast. It's called the RTO podcast. We do TV shows. We are finishing up our second show, which is Orphan Black, which is amazing, starring Tatiani Maslany, who's Yo, going to be she it? it was streaming on Amazon, but now you got to buy it. I might just buy it. But I might see if I can find it somewhere for you. So don't buy it just yet. But it's an amazing show. Tatiana Maslany is incredible. Uh, and so next show we're doing is my turn to pick shows. I decided to be weird about it. So I picked, they both picked five season shows. So instead of me picking a five-season show, I picked three shows that equal five seasons. So <laughs> we're doing The Undoing, which was a six-episode miniseries on HBO, which was great, starring Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman. Then we're doing... Oh, that... Ugh. I liked it, but I hated the ending. Yes. Yes, that's why I want them to see it. Then we're doing a show called Counterpart, which I heard was amazing, with J.K. Simmons. It's like a sci-fi type show. And then I think we're going to finish up with Watchmen. Uh, which was, I think we should actually cover, I think we should actually do a whole review on that as well, because it's one of the, it's literally one of the best comic book shows of all time, actually one of the best shows in general, and Regina King put her fucking foot into that show, like like no one else, man. Yeah, she was great. And so, I also do the Hindsight Movie Reviews podcast, where we watch old movies and talk about them with 2022 Hindsight. This week, tomorrow, we are doing Back to the Future. Because, quick fact, I've never seen Back to the Future. So uh, I've seen so it, but not all of it. So I'm with you. It'll be my first time watching that movie. So we'll see what, how I like it next. And then the last thing, which will be starting in a few weeks, a couple weeks, um, me and my homegirl Chanel are doing a podcast called We Was Dragons, reviewing Game of Thrones House of Dragons. When does that start? That starts August 21st. Jeez, I cannot wait. Um, to quote a great philosopher, I don't care. <laughs> I'm kidding. I actually, I actually am going to watch that live. I'm going to watch an episode. That, I'm going to watch it episodically. So I'm actually looking forward to that as well. Specifically because I like the group that is based on it's um the uh, Targaryens. The Targaryens. Thank you. I could never. I, I knew I was going to fuck their name. The people who fuck each other. <laughs> that could be anybody. No, they fuck each well, other David purposely Dole to keep their blood to keep yeah. their blood pure, and so yeah. that they're always in charge. So they always fuck each other. The sisters oh, and brothers the royal fuck family. each other. Got, oh, the English royal family. Gotcha. Yes, that's correct. All right, this has been the Ball Black Nerds podcast. I want to thank uh, Super Woke Javi. Are you you want to ask? You ain't gonna ask me where you can find me. You know what I'm gonna say, right? I want to thank Woke Von Doom for doing the show. Oh, I want to thank like that? Brandon Orton right. for joining as well. And as always, be excellent to each other. I'll be at your mama's house.